2: Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
3: Moet. MTN. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The News is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Akra and Kumasi, we are on Love, 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Kigley FM in Boli. We are on Bewa Radio in Yendi, KTU Radio in Koforidua, Sky FM in Sunyai, and Bishana Radio in Tamale. We are also live on x Spaces. you are on Facebook, you're on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your cliff wall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HD pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. There's afternoon fears of another shutdown of the Kolibu renal unit as the facility piles up another two million city debt, a similar situation which forced it to shut down last year for close to four months.
4: We are under recovery by as much as almost 400 Ghana cities. So, as we speak today, all the things that are on that list today, every session that we have, we are under recovery in terms of the cost. So, we are still building a debt. You see, what you need to do is multiply the, that's the view, that is, I in the millions, I'm sure by now it will be over 2 million.
3: We're we'll hear from some kidney patients who are resisting any increment in the fees for dialysis services also this afternoon imminent ministerial reshuffle as joining sources say leadership in parliament could also see major changes but who
5: is going where we have details also. Oh it was a coup for Ado who misled you and mismanaged affairs. I will be different even though I am MPP. I'm still under the Oslo uh, sign I'm different and the people of Ghana will be that gullible No. <laughs>
3: NPP flagbearer Dr Mahmoud Baumea sparks criticism for appearing to distance himself from the Akuffo legacy, but in the business community, some members are praising him for his vision for the sector.
5: I'm overly excited. This is only exactly what I wanted to hear, and I heard it. It means that they have been listening to whatever please that we have been doing. Logable idea with a lot you of want, energy.
3: Also in this package we will take you live to the TUC head office where organized labor is deliberating on a government decision to suspend the fifteen percent VAT on electric, electricity tariffs.
6: We call for a total withdrawal of the letter. The letter that the government is issued is talked about suspension. Well, I admitting mean, is we know is call for at the TUC vote.
3: We had their life for you. Also senior staff NTE will call off the action uh, for some weeks now, we we'll give you details of that. We have sports.
7: Nigeria and Ivory Coast will battle for 2023 Afghan glory in a final which magnifies Ghana's long-standing title drought.
3: And minority in parliament warns foreign investors to back off from any purchasing of Ete Tigo without the appropriate parliamentary ratification.
4: Well, we want to use this opportunity to serve notice to any foreign investor. That they must be very careful of signing any deals because if they think that they are buying any asset that belongs to the ghanaian people without the proper parliamentary approval
3: that and more in the midday news i am mfa apau this is your home of independent fearless and credible journalism please do stay on for details We'll start off on the health front and the Renal Dialysis Unit at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital is once again facing crises as it accumulates 2 million CD debt just three months after government settled the debt of 4 million CDs. The unit was forced to shut down last year, sparking public outcry as dialysis patients face an uncertain end to their lives. But Chief Executive of the Hospital, Dr. Opoku Aware Ampuma says Parliament's delay in approving new fees and charges has put in the Renal Unit in a very precarious situation. There's more in the following report by my colleague Prince Kudoga of our health desk. Where to you,
5: very common emotions last year
4: as a renal unit of the Kolebu teaching hospital was shut down due to an accumulation of debt in excess of four million Ghana cities. Right, because at the moment we are sitting in a four million uh, city hall, if we are to operate at uh, our uh, current capacity, which is about 2000 uh, dialysis sessions every month, then it means that we are going to accumulate about 961,000 cities of debt every month. The hospital was forced to reverse an increment in its dialysis charges imposed last year without recourse to parliament. The patients said the high cost of treatment makes it difficult for them to follow the prescribed sessions. You are becoming a burden into the society. You pick a phone, you pick a phone, you want to call
2: your friend. He knows you are coming to ask for money, so you will not even pick Maybe you want even to say
4: hello, maybe there's an information you are trying to ask him. He will not even answer it. Later on, he will call back and say, oh, child, I saw- We are under-recovering but as much as almost 400 Ghana cities. So as you speak today, all depends on that is today, every session that we have, we are under recovery in terms of the cost. So we are still building a debt. You see, what you need to do is multiply the last view. That is, I've been seeing a i I'm sure by now it will be a bit over two million.
3: Well, that's a health desk report uh, put together by my colleague, Prince Kudoga. Let me bring in the Director of Medical Affairs at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital, Dr. Usu Setre. Thankfully, we also have Bafo Kujwa Hinkra, President of the Renal Patients Association of Ghana. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us here on the Midday News. Let me start with you, Bafo uh, Kujwa Hinkra. Really, let's talk about the state of affairs at the Renal Unit right now because you are patient, you bear the brand. Yeah, hello, please, can
2: you speak up? I can hardly hear you. Can you hear me, Mr. Hinkra? Yes. Can you okay. speak up a little
3: bit? Is it much better now, Mr. Inkra? So I'm yeah, asking, so. I'm asking about the state of affairs at the renal units as we speak, since you are patient and you're bearing the brand.
2: Oh, currently, yeah, it, it, the, the unit is, is operational. Uh, we are getting our normal sessions at the price that we, uh, we, they the said we should be That is the 380. So currently, as we speak, I just finished my session. Everything is on course. Uh, we are having our sessions regular no challenges there and there but I think uh, for now so far so good.
3: Well but we're told that it appears that patients are resisting uh, the new uh, fees that uh, Kolibu would want you to pay so that the system can continue to run or the facility can continue to run because as it stands now, we're told that they are piling up debts again which could lead to a shutdown.
2: Hmm. You see that that debate came up when the the place was locked down. Uh, I quite remember the CEO made us understood that if they are going to go by this tangent, the 380, they will need about 900 and something to to uh, be the additional uh, money that they will get uh, And then I think that proposal, I think it was sent to Parliament for them to either they have to come and subsidize on that one so that we can pay the 380 and then they will take up the rest. But as to how far that thing went, we are not, I'm not aware of that. And mm-hmm. the point is, mm-hmm. my dear, if they take even the 380, it's very difficult for patient to pay as i'm talking to you now i have a patient i have a patient i want to bring him to joy your studio is you interview her she can't pay her name is Mufidatu. too she can't pay when you see her face you, you marvel hmm. so if there are any plans for them to maybe increase it or whatever we there should be government intervention okay if not that we can't pay the money they want to the they want to bring
3: we can't pay. Okay. Well, Bafo, uh, we'll leave it here. We are grateful. But thankfully, the Director of Medical Affairs is still with me, Dr. Owusu Dr. Owusu thank you so much uh, for joining us. So as we speak, we are told about another accumulation of 2 million CD debt for the facility. How is that so?
4: Well,
8: I think um, the issue of dialysis is well known, uh, especially pertaining to Kolebo. Um, the fact that there is a chronic thing you need to, do, to be on it uh, before you... Uh, can go about your normal things if your kidneys have shut down. Um, we are also privy to the fact that the cost of Colibu teaching hospital performing one dialysis session is well over 720 CDs, and patients are paying 380 CDs. So there is a difference of about 380 or 400 cities um, that needs to be looked at. Um, I think that it all led to the shutdown mm-hmm. initially. Uh, then we got uh, a consignment and there was a huge discussion about it. Mm-hmm. There was a bill of 4 million cities that had been accumulated because of exchange rates and then the so people are still having dialysis. I believe the one you spoke to, who just finished, might just have paid 380.
3: Yes, so he mentioned. And
8: there is a 380 or 400 cities. Uh, bail that needs to be looked at that needs to. So if you look at it since we opened, we are uh, giving dialysis at that rate. So now, I don't think um, it is strange uh, to know that uh, we have accumulated about another two hundred million uh, bail.
3: Hmm. But there are are concerns also about the facility and the arrangements that you've made in terms of contracts signed, which is actually not inuring to the benefits of the facility in itself. How do we speak to those?
8: Um, The thing is that uh, when you have your own money to do things, you can call the shots. If you don't have money and you still need to offer the service uh, by going into contracts, then some of these things will come up. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of discussion have gone on with regards to that contract bid, And I believe um, we can go in and out and it's still not going to change the fact that there's a bill of three hundred and eighty cities. Each session of Dallas that needs to be looked at. Until the contract runs out or until we buy ourselves out of it, which we have looked at, we don't think it is in our interest because of the uh, cost implication. But, we but where, are we? where are we, Dr. Satchel? Where mm-hmm. to, to be able to uh, uh, at least continue to offer services uh, without interruption.
3: Okay. And I know you were pushing for parliamentary approval of new fees and charges. Where are we yes. with that push?
8: Um, we have made a case uh, to Parliament. I know they also have to go through their own uh, systems and then processes to be able to approve of it. I think um, if there is any pressure that could be brought to bear, it could be directed at Parliament so that we uh, look at the, uh, the cost realistically. And more importantly, to also look at alternative ways of uh, funding Dallas.
3: Well, we'll leave it here for now and um, still monitor the situation. That's the Director of Medical Affairs at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital, Dr. Owusu Setre there on the situation at the Renal Dialysis Unit at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. And we are told about the accumulation of another 2 million um, CD debt just three months after government settled that debt of 4 million CDs. and uh, concerns have been raised about another shutdown of the facility. Let's hit the labour front now and I'll take you to TUC shortly, the headquarters of TUC you see uh, where organized labor is currently deliberating on whether um, to call off um, the intended action on february 13 uh, following the suspension of that 15 percent um, VAT on electricity announced by the finance ministry i'll take you there shortly but also uh, the senior staff association in table we know that they've been on strike for some time now over the tier two pensions and we're told they've suspended the action but let's get that confirmation from uh, mr isaac donko he leads um, the Senior Staff Association. We're grateful for your time here on the Midday News. So, what's really the status of that industrial action? Hello, Mr. Donko. Hello. Mr. Donko, if you can hear me, I'm asking about the state of your industrial action.
6: Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes, the strike for now has been suspended pending a further engagement with government. The reason for the suspension is that uh, Minister of Finance engages uh they presented their position to us. They made us aware that the children, especially the basic school children on various university campuses are suffering. Some of the university students are also sick because the university hospitals are all shut down. The university basic schools has been shut down and the children are not going to school for the past three weeks. So for the sake of the children and the students, they decided to Temper justice with mercy. So we asked the government to pay the outstanding arrest from October. Uh, sorry, from April to December, of which government has paid. There are overtime allowance which was also cancelled. We made them to restore. It has been restored. Uh, now it is left with the payment of the the penalty or the interest. So we are going to engage them on the modality of payments going forward so that is that
3: okay Mr. Donko, we'll leave it here and interrogate uh, this issue further. and uh, you heard him that's an um, industrial action by the senior staff association of public universities until have essentially been called off uh, pending their negotiations with government has been about three or four weeks now but let's um, go to live and um, to the tuc headquarters and my colleague blessed sugar uh, is there for us joining us on the line blessed what do we know are we demonstrating on february 13 or not
9: well, the trade chief Congress has called us uh, the uh, planned uh, industrial action. They explained that uh, they gave a pre-care ahead of this uh, demonstration, which was scheduled uh, for the 16th uh, of this month. The condition was that there should be a total reversal of the policy. Now, uh, the, uh, G- the Secretary General of the CDC has just announced that there's an official communication to the labor unions uh, indicating government's position on the matter based on this they are holding on and uh, calling off the planned demonstrations mm-hmm. for now based on the official communication coming through from government.
3: well blessed but the contention for labor as i said last night was the fact they issue the use of the word suspension they were asking for a total withdrawal is it the case that the communication to them from government now talks about a complete withdrawal
9: We don't have uh, any clear details on what is communicated to the um, unions, uh, you know details. But but then what we are getting from the leadership of the group is that it appears they are satisfied with what it is the government has communicated to them. Uh, And prior to holding this conference, there was a brief meeting amongst leadership of the group. Uh, So far, there's no obvious um, objection to. The collective position they are taking, and that's why they are going ahead to call up the plan demonstration.
3: Well, that's my colleague Blazet Suga so there giving us updates on that uh, press conference organized.
1: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes.
0: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás para vivir tu nueva nueva Ram hecha para vivir. Ram una FCA US LLC.
3: By organised labour, I should say, at the TUC headquarters, and it's a, it's an afternoon of call-offs, and um, that intended massive demonstration in the 16 regions of the country has just been called off by um, organised labour over the 15% implementation of um, VAT on electricity. Now, let's do some other stories and joining us is learning of an imminent ministerial reshuffle set to be announced by the president. A meeting held this morning at the Jubilee House concluded on the names. Presidential Affairs correspondent Elton Brobe joins me in studio with what we are learning. Elton, let's talk about this meeting.
10: Right, so MFA, we are told that President Akufari came in last night and from last night up until this morning, the holding meetings on this very thorny matter and they finally came to a decision on the way forward about an hour ago so what we are picking that on sunday there will be a formal announcement to this effect and the, the, the reshuffle uh who announced who is going where and who is leaving government
3: okay which areas are to be affected by this reshuffle just minister so we have other areas as well
10: so what we are picking that picked is going to be a holistic uh reshuffle so we have people who are serving in cabinet people who are not Cabinet ministers are serving in as ministers of state. The for will affect such individuals as well. There is also going to be leadership change in parliament as well. So you have the leadership of parliament likely to witness some changes, and then also the chief executive officers of state-owned enterprises were also uh, in office. Some will also be asked to go. The reason being that some contested in the parliamentary primaries of the MPP and warm. And therefore, there is the, the the decision that people who contested and won and are serving in government should have the opportunity to really campaign okay. ahead of the elections in 2024. And for, and for that reason, they should give way to allow people who are focused on the job to be on. So you're going to have uh, leadership changes in Parliament. We're going to have uh, uh, state-owned enterprises CEOs likely to be affected by this mm-hmm. reshuffle, and of course, ministers of state power. It's instructive to note here is that we are told because the MPP has a new candidate going to the 2024 election. This reshuffle reflects the. The, the vice president, the embryo flag bearer, his aspiration going to 2024 election, and that and, and and for that reason, we're likely to see new faces it come in government. As well? Exactly, mm. you're going to see new faces come in government as well. And also, on the on the part of uh, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, he's also likely to announce his campaign team this weekend. So, those who are serving in government and will have a role to play in the campaign will no longer serve in government. That is the information we are picking.
3: Elton, I know you are not like Winston Amwa. Do you have some names
10: for us? Please? Well, uh, for now, I'm mean, They are keeping it close to their chest. Uh, We know, for example, names we are picking, like the current majority leader, likely to to step down from the role as majority Mm -hmm. leader. And then that is the change. Now we're told that he's being considered for Minister of Foreign Affairs we are told that right. Kujo Pankima is not likely to continue as the information minister. We are hearing of Minister of Youth and Sports and some other names that are, but we are told that on Sunday there going to be a comprehensive news release from the Jubilee House detailing why this is important and why some people will leave the government.
3: Now you know why you have to stay with me on the probe Sunday evening at 8pm for more on this. Thank you very much Elton Broby there giving us um, updates on what is to come. Now following his maiden address as the NPP flag bearer, Vice President Mah- Mahmoud Baumia has faced Kunz cons- Considerable backlash for seemingly dis- dissociating himself from President Akufado's legacy. Now, during his nearly three hour speech, Baumia emphasized his role as an advisor within the government, sparking criticism for appearing to downplay his connection to the Akufado administration.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I was thankfully appointed as chairman of the economic management team as a subcommittee of to cabinet. We do not have any decision-making powers, but I am very proud of the quality of advice we have been providing over the years to Cabinet. As Vice President, I was asked by the President to assist in solving some of the problems that were inhibiting the transformation of Ghana's economy.
3: Well, so that's a um, flag bearer of the NPP, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Yeah, we've heard uh, from the minority, we've heard from former President John Ramani Mahama. They've all been reacting to the speech and asking, wondering why um, f- the uh, flag bearer of the NPP is distancing himself uh, from the current administration. But this is what President Okufadu said some time
5: back. I don't see what we gain by attacking the record of our own government. When you do that, then you become then. Party candidate, what are you going to tell the people of Ghana? Oh, it was a Kufuado who misled you and mismanaged affairs. I will be different, even though I am MPP i 'm still under the Oslo' uh, sign i'm different, and the people of Ghana will be that gullible no. let's let 's be serious so I'm, um, the question is I think that if we 're talking about the record of the government, my understanding is that every MPP person, communicator, or whoever you are who is a supporter of the party, it's your duty to try and defend that record and make sure that the people of Ghana buy into that record. Because at the end of the day, once this presidential primary is over, that is going to be the issue before the country.
3: So that's President ECOFADO in August last year. But uh, meanwhile, we've been hearing from the business community. They've actually bought into the vision of Dr. Mahmoud Bhaomiya, President of Guta. Dr. Joseph Obing says his ideas would help
5: the business community. I'm overly excited. This is exactly what I wanted to hear, and I heard it. It means that they have been listening to whatever please that we have been doing. The communication that we do with you on TV and all that is being listened to and of course uh, it's all about he adopting compliance as a tool of um, revenue collection in his administration and that is going to simplify tax collection system that's why he's talking about flat rate flat rate and that he's going to even make duty payment a uh, flat rated
3: well president of the agi Im that insists on clarity of his ideas for the sector mr
4: vice president mm. This is our concern. What mm. do you seek to do about it? We have a lot, by virtue of that VAT computation, mm. it makes us uncompetitive. Mm. Once it makes you uncompetitive, your other uh, competitors who are of other jurisdiction mm. and seeking that you are practicing a liberalized economy import and smuggle goods through the borders. Mm. And you realize that he captured it yeah. in, in his speech that mm. I'll tackle uh, smuggling. How would he tackle it? That is all we want to find out in his, uh, in his manifesto. Mm. How does he seek to do the VAT computation and flat rate?
3: Laudable idea
4: with a lot you of want, energy. You want more clarity on all oh, of of these course. This tax measures vision. that he's announced. The visions are all intentions. Yeah.
3: Well, that's uh, Humphrey Ayim Dakeven speaking to George Riafion, PMS Press Business Edition, available on all our social media platforms. Wrapping up on this, though, we can hear from the Communications Officer of the NDC, Sami Jainfi, expressing empathy towards President Takofado.
4: What Sa- was giving you credit in the 2018 sooner for transforming the economy? You were happy, applauding, uh, smiling. Go and watch the video today. The economy is in a state of kumatu. So, you want a kufuado to take all the blame for the mess when you have the direct
2: responsibility for managing the economy? The finance minister is under you, he's a member
4: of the EMC. I
8: mean,
2: Sammy, Sammy, j-
4: B- just a second, just a second. Sami, did I just hear you defend the president? Not def- no,
3: but now is looking like a lawyer. Only old man. I'm just feeling pity for him. Let's take a quick break here on the Midday News Live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on X Spaces, Facebook, My Joy Online. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited. Where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. We'll come back with sports and then minority in parliament are warning foreign investors to back off from any uh, purchasing of Airtel Tigo without the appropriate parliamentary ratification. Do Stay with us.
4: Clean fuel in full quantity.
2: GoTV is stepping up your
10: entertainment from the 15th of January at no extra cost to you. If you are on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus to watch GoTV Max. Already on GoTV Plus? Upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you are on GoTV Max, upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait. Step up your entertainment today. It's on us. GoTV. TV. Love it. t c Supply.
3: this is the midday
7: news it's time for sports yes mfi we've got uh, a big game this weekend on sunday's Mm -hmm. host nation ivory coast they take on nigeria in the final of the 2023 africa cup of nations however for ghana this event highlights the country's extended wait for a trophy when the black stars last secured their fourth trophy nigeria had one title and ivory coast had not won any now, 42 years later, the Super Eagles are aiming for their fourth title, while the Elephants are hoping for their third. Now, football administrator Neil Armstrong Motadby calls on the Ghana FA to undertake a strategic overhaul to end the trophy drought.
4: The medium to long term view is getting back to the basics of having a certain stock of young players, young players, youngsters playing at various levels who can feed into the national team. I look at the example of this player called Adengra in the, the, the Côte d'Ivoire team. He's 21 years old, but he also came through their ranks. So it's not like Ghana hasn't done this before. I think that we need, we're need going back to where we've been before in terms of our, our, our youth system. And the hope is that the transitions will be managed as they were managed before and get us the best quality of talent coming through to feed our, senior, our national teams at the senior levels. With that in place, we should mm. be happier going forward.
7: Mm. Of course, there will be a profound analysis on the Black Stars on game plan at one fifteen p.m.
3: And that demonstration coming up on of February course, on to 14th to save Ghana football. Exactly. We're looking forward to that. Mubarak, thank you. Now, minority in parliament say foreign investors should back off any potential takeover of Airtel Tigo without the requested parliamentary approval. The minority contends that any takeover of Airtel Tigo with foreign investors will be an international agreement subject to parliament oversight. We can hear from Deputy Ranking Member on the Communications Committee, Sam George
4: well we want to use this opportunity to serve notice to any foreign investor that they must be very careful of signing any deals
3: let me bring in parliamentary affairs correspondent in touch base with what's happening in parliament Kuku, what can you tell us
9: for okay, so the house had to adjourn quite early today because the ndcmp's are going for the workshop and so just around midday the house has taken an adjournment but the attendance in the house today was so poor outside about the time the house started sitting there were not more than 15 MPs in the chamber as so eventually the House had to take an agenda for this NDC MPs workshop.
3: Well, that's a parliamentary affairs correspondent. A quick question. Do you want to join him much later at 6 p.m. for Ghana Connect? Now, MNJ, it's time. MNJ, yes. MNJ. What's up, Jackie?
11: But Maxwell says hi once again. He misses you. all. You should hurry up and come <laughs> back. <laughs> but well, there's a lot trending, and Black Sheriff has a new song out titled Zero, and Jackie also has a song out. So um, With Jackie. Uh, okay. very own ja- okay. No, not me, okay. but Jackie. <laughs> yeah, he has a song out. And also, um, there's a Ghanaian chef trending. He's uh-huh. embarked on a cookathon. He's been cooking for nine days. Hey yes nine ah, days yeah, but you know fatigue, the interesting you know. part he intends to end on 6th march independence day yes and that's like more than a month of cooking why it's currently happening at um spain so i but think the, we should start gathering there yes but mm-hmm. the problem is a lot of people haven't been going there it hasn't really garnered a lot of support like other previous record-breaking attempts Cause you
3: haven't made noise about it
11: yes but now we are right here making yeah. noise about it <laughs> but you know yesterday was also exactly six years that ebony and um, mm-hmm. passed away so people on social media have been sharing their um fond memories of her and stuff that they were doing the day that she passed away so mm-hmm. let's listen to this one Yeah, but what, what were you doing the day she passed away?
3: I I was, I just woke up and I heard Alexis Bill on the Super Morning Show that morning and um, talking about it, really. Yeah. Still in school, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we wrap up today's edition of the midday news. You enjoy 99.7 FM. May your soul continue to rest in perfect peace. Living word with Pastor Sautable is still is happening. If you only
0: have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by three percent. You can do that. And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get three percent on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market